0: The Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. My name is John and joining me as always in our adventures in audio time and space is my good friend Taylor Taylor. how's it going
1: oh man i'm I'm good, but I'm kind of exhausted. It's been a pretty bonkers past couple of weeks uh, and some of it I will talk about as we kind of get into our uh show notes. but John, how are you?
0: i'm doing I'm doing pretty well uh I can say i'm Somewhat hungover right now. I had a little shindig last night here at the NOTLG R&D. Didn't get a lot of sleep, took a nap, listened to part 1 of Dark Eyes and um yeah, I'm I'm feeling okay right now. <laughs> yeah. I had a birthday. Yeah. Did
1: by the way, happy belated birthday, <laughs> thank
0: you. I feel like we recorded before that, and then I was gone la- yeah, I was gone last weekend. I went to yes Disneyland with the family and saw the Mets play in San Diego with the family, and it was a lot of fun that's
1: awesome, man, that's,
0: yeah, that's
1: always a good thing indeed yeah we've been um well, we've been having some car issues, yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> But that will that will also fit into when we talk about getting rooms for Gallifrey One. So we'll uh, I won't go over it twice.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, since <laughs> since we are already there, let we have a whole bunch of Who news, and uh, without we do. Th- further ado, let's get into it, shall we? we
1: shall. Um, so the good news, those of you who are listening who are also going to Gallifrey One, party at our place. What what? <laughs>
0: Definitely.
1: Um, there was, man, I tell you, I've heard stories of what it's like. Oh, now that you've got tickets, well, now you got to worry about getting a room, and there's fewer of those, and they go faster, and, ah, anxiety. So imagine my Monday, last Monday, as I've dropped my son off at preschool, I'm heading all the way out to work, and I hit just an atrocious amount of traffic uh, trying to get out of town and out to the highway. For whatever reason, I don't really look down at my dashboard much, probably because I'm trying not to crash into the car in front of me Right. as we creep along. But we get out to the highway, and I happen to look down, and my water temperature is pegged hot.
0: Oh, I've been there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I crank the fan and I crank the heat and I get off the um, the highway as fast as I can so I can just park for a little while and let it cool down and go, OK, maybe this is just uh, maybe this is just a thing. Maybe it's OK. And then I'm like, you know what? Even though I've got a meeting at work today, which we've told them we have to stop at 1130 because my manager is cool enough. To be like, well, no, that's cool. You're, you, you'll you you be on your lunch at 12, right? I'm like, yeah. It doesn't matter if you need to go do something on the computer. It's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. Awesome.
1: You rock. Yes, yes. So I decide, okay, I'm going to try, you know, with the heater blasting and the windows down to get back home. Because I've got my work computer with me and work from home. <laughs> be there for the meeting, right? Dial into the meeting and then get tickets at noon or to get a room at noon, sorry, not tickets. Yes. And I get, I get back into Livermore and I know that I'm facing, you know, stoplights and it's just like, I'm like, I'm not going to make it to the dealership. I am not going to make it to Honda. I'm going to, I'm calling, I'm getting a truck and I actually managed to, it takes an hour. But I managed to get a truck, and I managed to get to the dealership, and they managed to get me home just in time for the beginning of this meeting. And I managed to get off that call with enough time to sit there and refresh like a maniac (laughs) and snag some rooms for Gallifrey
0: One. Yes, um, we did did in all hands again. And, um, we have, we, we have a number of rooms. Um, even I try, I was in LA in my hotel room on my phone and I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to try. Uh, Good for you. so I tried, <sighs> but it said it was sold out and I was like, well, there goes that. So we're not, we don't have rooms. <laughs> it's a disaster. Cause I didn't hear from anyone for, I want to say a couple of minutes and, um sure enough we got we got some rooms which I am so excited about um i am too it's it's a lot easier when you're in the hotel. let me tell you yeah so yes, yeah. very very exciting it's gonna be a lot of fun now we can relax. <laughs> for oh, a couple of months. Well,
1: yeah, we can relax about Doctor Who stuff and convention stuff, but just to finish out my story, Honda tried to fix things and it looked fine and then it wasn't and they're like, "Yeah, we're not quite sure why that's doing that."
0: That sounds like them.
1: <laughs> so so we've just we've we've decided to Throw the Civic up on Craigslist as a mechanic special, and yesterday we bought ourselves a, a 2003 Honda Odyssey to haul our big wacky poly family around in.
0: I saw that.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. It was it was a good deal. You know, we're gonna we need to do a little bit of touch up on and stuff on it. I mean, it's what 13 years old, but yeah, it was it was a good buy. It's been well maintained, so we're we're happy with it.
0: Good. Yeah. And I believe is it blue?
1: It is. It is uh, Midnight Blue Pearl is the official color because I've already been looking into getting some cans of uh, touch-up paint for it. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's got a few spots where the paint's just flaked away and gone, and we can just tape that off and respray it and re-clear it. Oh,
0: you can do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I might need to uh, bring my car to... To the mountain, uh, mountain Mount rush garage. <laughs> we'll
1: talk. You got, you got on yours.
0: Let me tell you, man. It's it's a nightmare. I, I'll. We'll talk about that on a. Di- that's yeah. for a different podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally. But yes, we we will talk about that later. Um, but some more exciting news. I'm going to jump one. Um, finally, yeah, finally, finally, the twelfth Doctor's Sonic. ...is on sale, and I purchased so that sweet. with the quickness.
1: <laughs> I think you purchased it before I even tweeted it to you.
0: Yeah, I saw it on... I feel like the and Complex's um, Facebook page, they sent out a a little thing about it, and I went, well, I'm buying this right now. And I get collector's nice. cards, I guess. That's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess there's like three collector's cards with it. I'm like, I don't care. I want the Sonic. Give me that Sonic.
1: <laughs> and what did it what did it set you back
0: i think it was um i think it was 35 i think
1: that's not bad no
0: i'm I, you know like it's that's either problem. i get it now or i wait until gallifrey and get it and i was not gonna wait that long
1: fair enough Spe- speaking of oh i don't know bits and bobs like that i've i've decided that my my ace jacket that i've had for 20 odd years yes i'm Finally decided I was going to order up some of the uh, more correct uh, NASA related patches. Oh, cool uh, and and put those on. Um, and then I, I just was digging through a box and just found a bunch of trin- trinkets and stuff and buttons that used to be on the jacket. Not correct, necessarily, if I was going for authenticity, but it just looks cool. I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw that all that stuff on there, and I'm going to take that down to galley with me.
0: Excellent. That yeah. is awesome. I'm hopefully – my friend Jessica just got – she's into uh, crocheting and knitting. And I said, if I buy you some stuff, can you make me a scarf? And she said, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, and she, as that's soon as awesome. I told her, she l- looked online and found some of the prints, and she's like, "Wait, how many different ones are?" And I was like, "Let me tell you, there's a couple." <laughs> so, hopefully, I will have a Tom Baker scarf by next Gallifrey.
1: Dude, I'm serious. We we have every intention of recreating the uh, our t shirt, our podcast oh, yes. t shirt. <laughs> we will make it happen. And if you've already got a scarf, that just makes it that much easier.
0: I completely forgot about. Th- we can literally do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will I, uh, figure that yeah. out. <laughs> That's that is cool. And they sell the umbrellas there too. By the way.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: I almost i. Almost bought one, but I was like, I don't have room for this anywhere, so.
1: <laughs> I don't have a jacket that I can just hang it from the pocket on.
0: Yes, <laughs> I do not have that. <laughs> um, so other other ridiculous news. Um, uh,
1: ridiculous news, nice.
0: Mr. Uh, Barrowman is yes. apparently in in Cardiff working on a quote-unquote secret project he can't tell us about. Uh-huh. Um, well, I know of one show that films in Cardiff. Uh, I feel like everyone, wait, no, yes. No, that, wait, is that show there? No. (laughs) No, it's not. So I need this to happen. This needs to, Captain Jack needs to come back for season 10. Oh my
1: God. Yes. In, in such a big way. I would love to see how he and Capaldi's doctor get along because he is so, out there and he is so in there
0: Yes, (laughs) you know what i mean he's he is all over the place (laughs) and i'm just i i need to know how capaldi's doctor will deal with him yes or work with him i think is the better way of putting it Uh,
1: i'm really i'm really 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 hoping that this is what he was teasing because he released a little video uh along with uh (laughs) A tweet or something, and and I'm I'm hoping that's what it is.
0: Yes, me me too. I I'm not
1: I'm not necessarily betting on it yet, but I'm really hoping.
0: Yes, we can we can hope we can hope so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just please make it happen. Now this this next note this is all you because I I don't yeah, know.
1: You're like what is this? Yeah. Um. Okay. So a a good friend of mine um uh down under. Uh, he has started his own uh, basically his own company designing suspension parts for Old VW. Now, unlike here in California and maybe some other states where you can do all sorts of godforsaken redneck style hacks to your car and still get it through the DMV you know to to lower it or modify it in some way, down in Australia it's actually really strict. The parts have to be engineered. Oh. Uh, legitimately like engineered. There has to be a safety inspection for all that kind of stuff. So you can't just be like, oh, I'm just gonna take these springs and cut them and boom, I'm lower. It's like, no, you actually have to, you know, use stuff that is engineered to okay, do what you want it to do but keep it safe. So he started a company called Fresh Customs. He had posted on Facebook a picture of uh, a CAD drawing of a uh, part from a later bus uh, front beam, front axle. And the shape of the side plate looked kind of, sort of like a Dalek. Um, not exactly. It's kind of like if a, a three-year-old had drawn a blob-shaped Dalek.
0: Okay. You know what? I, lo- I Googled this and I did, did, I f- did see it. Yes. Because I was like, oh, I don't know if this funny. is it. But it kind of looks like a Dalek, so maybe that's it. And apparently it was. It's, it,
1: it, is a, it is a bit amorphous, but, um, you know, he basically had said, it was like, huh, they look kind of similar. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's too funny. And I, I think I had suggested calling it the Dalek beam, and somebody else had come up with the Exterminator beam, and he's like, I like it. That's what I'm going to call it.
0: <laughs> that's great.
1: And I'm like, that's too cool, man. That's awesome. So, yes, if for some reason you're listening and you – have a a bus and you want to lower it look up fresh customs and uh <laughs> get yourself an exterminator beam
0: we'll We'll put them in the show notes for sure
1: that would be awesome that would be awesome
0: uh speaking of Daleks, which <laughs> yeah we're going to be talking about Daleks a a decent amount during this episode spoiler alert um <laughs> Brandon, my good friend Brandon from uh, Magic the Chattering, you can check that out notlg.com. dot com. He sent me a link today, and it was of this this person made a Dalek wood burning fire pit. That's awesome, and it's it's really cool. It kind of just looks like a Dalek that's on fire. I'll we'll put it in the show notes, and you can uh, you can see how it looks, and it looks really cool. When it's uh, it gets going there.
1: That's fantastic. And I I think I need one of those. Yes,
0: I I was like, man, I really need one of these. One more before we get to the final note. Um, uh, my friend Anna, uh, who uh, she's been yep. on the show before. Um, she mm-hmm. got me a awesome drawing of Peter Capaldi, and um, I'm gonna, I think it's gonna come down here in the studio next to my drawing that I have of Tennant and Smith. So um. I if she is listening, thank you very much. It is a really awesome drawing. I I took a picture of it. It's on my uh, it's on my Instagram. Along, I saw
1: that. I saw that. That's really cool. Uh,
0: along with um, my reaction video. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. I unfortunately did not do a reaction video for this episode, although. I will for next time. Yours is magnificent.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I I thought about it before I came down here. That's why I was like, "Give me a minute. I'm doing something." Totally. <laughs> this last one, take take it away. Yeah,
1: I, you know, when we last recorded, I meant to share this and completely forgot to. We had our friends, uh Olaf and Leia, Olaf of the Paranoia podcast and Um, Someone who is also a walking encyclopedia of Doctor Who and many other obscure movies and TV shows. We were talking uh, over dinner about the, uh, what was it, the G-Force reference?
0: Oh, yes, yes, Uh, yes, yes.
1: The, the anime guys who look like, you know, bird people. Yes. And we were talking about that. And and Leia admitted to uh, shouting back at our podcast <laughs> the answer as she heard that because we was, you know, we was like, you know, there is probably someone sitting there being like, this is the answer. Why yes. don't you hear me? <laughs> we have confirmation that that actually has happened at least once. Awesome. So that was a very satisfying moment for me. <laughs>
0: Yes, we know we are, we are doing quite well when people are shouting yep. ba- back at our podcast. And speaking of that, if there are any new listeners via the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance, uh, hello and thank you for joining us. Hi there. That has really, it's a nice little community that, you know, if you want to listen to basically every Doctor Who podcast under the sun, they all put it together for you in a nice little web page.
1: That's that's fantastic. That's a, that's a real fan service. I'd yes,
0: say. it's a real fan service. And it's it's just uh, spreads the love around. So very cool. indeed. So here we go. Part one of Dark Eyes, which I have the CD down here called The Great War. I'm going to hold it up for I'm like going to hold it up for the camera. <laughs> and here they are performing <laughs> from track one. So The Great War, <laughs> st- uh, starring Paul McGann as the Doctor, Ruth Bradley as Molly O'Sullivan, Jonathan Forbes as Dr. Sturgis, and the one and only Toby Jones as Cotris? Yeah, I don't think they actually say I- his name in this.
1: No, I Toby Jones seriously has, I think, four lines Yes. <laughs> in this this first part. Uh, but yeah, I pronounce it Kotris. We might get to the next one and be like, oh, no, it's
0: this. Yes, which is fine, but we will pronounce it as that for now. Um, it was released... Oh, I'm sorry, it was written and directed by Nich- Nicholas Briggs, and it was released in 2012.
1: Yep, Nicholas Briggs, uh, famous voice of the Daleks.
0: Yeah, and it, look at that. He's writing and directing, and did I a know, great that's job. so cool. Did a very good job on mm-hmm. this first one. All right, so Taylor, as always, we have some story notes. So uh, if you... We'll do the honors, sir.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, Just a couple this time, though. This is the first story uh, in the Dark Eyes audio anthology, which saw the doctor searching for hope after the events of 2011's uh, anthology, To the Death. But the Time Lords also send him on a mission to uncover an insane plot to destroy the universe, and it all happens to center around his new companion, Molly, which kind of sounds a little bit like New Who, doesn't it?
0: It certainly does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the uh, Folks, if you want to go search it up i mean obviously i get a lot of these notes from uh, uh tardis wikia shout outs to them yes i went and read up on what happens in to the death and he basically loses like like all the companions traveling with him like like die or leave
0: yeah i believe um he mentions one of them by name in yeah. In this, uh, yes. Yeah. So we are fresh off some good old companion death, folks.
1: Yeah. He's he's at a real. I mean, you think the uh, the time war was bad, and and this he's really at a low point when this story starts. Yeah. <clears throat> the Great War. This story particular was actually the last story to feature the Eighth Doctor's look, as it was introduced in the TV movie exactly twenty years and one day ago.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: At the time of Yes, it was 20 years ago yesterday,
0: Oh, wow. according
1: to Tardis Wikia, that the TV movie aired.
0: What a time it was. And if you uh, want to, uh, we reviewed that episode, and oh boy, it was it was a thing. It was indeed. <laughs> but you know what? A, a lot <laughs> of good came from that, because we got um, basically Second Life with Paul McGann on Big Finish. So. It worked out for the good. So this was, yes, in his his classic look from the TV movie... It becomes... I mean, you can look up pictures of of him. He's done a lot of photo shoots as the new... Like, in his new attire. and yeah, And with his sonic so screwdriver. Have you seen the sonic screwdriver?
1: I I have, but I can't picture it in my head right this moment.
0: I had to look it up because they kept... Ref- well, uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Before we... Before <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm very excited. More excited than I thought I was going to be. But uh, before we get into this audio taylor you have a synopsis for us
1: i i do uh and that is the doctor having lost all faith in anything good is conned by the time lords to find something in world war one era france that something appears to be an irish woman named molly oh and toby jones has like four lines and there's a hint of daleks in the air uh just
0: a splash and a hint of Daleks in the air yes
1: yeah, must be spring
0: it must be spring <laughs> spring <laughs> is sprung with the fresh scent of Dalek
1: that's right
0: okay so uh, I I had not listened to a big Finish audio in a in a very long while and mm-hmm. I truthfully put this off until um, three hours ago so <laughs>
1: I noticed that in your tweets
0: I I said you know what I well obviously I have to listen to this because we're recording a podcast and it took me a little while and i was like all right i'm back in i'm back in big finish mode and i really really enjoyed this the i have a question though yes do you notice the differences in the tv movie paul mcgann and this doctor
1: i i feel like i do now granted this is the only you know eighth doctor audio i've listened to so yes. i've got the tv movie i've got the the little uh thing done before the 50th anniversary and i have this which is about an hour worth of audio yeah <laughs> uh, so i it, it 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 sounds all very familiar mm-hmm. it, it sounds much like how he sounded yes in the tv movie, but there is is uh, I would almost say a little bit more of an edge mm-hmm. to him.
0: Yes. I 100% agree there's a lot more substance in his in his character and audio very al- good way of Audio almost might do him more justice. Not that I wouldn't love to see a return to television of this doctor because I feel like he deserves it cuz I think that at one point they were talking about doing a spin-off. They Oh really? If that if that should be the spin-off. That would be That would that be insane. Should. They should do that. I don't know why they don't. Um people will get confused. I don't know. Exactly. So, whatever. But yeah, he just a lot more substance just he's full on his dog like I guess in the movie we're still going through like a regeneration f- phase uh-huh. and the half human thing and no. uh <laughs> yeah Shh. so for, first off love the theme
1: yeah uh, i like that
0: theme is excellent it's it it, it sounds theme. yes it sounds new but it also sounds classic
1: yeah, I almost feel like there's there's elements of the, the synth from the Seventh Doctor's theme mashed with just a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's it's like they just was said, you know what, he never got a theme on TV, let's just think outside the box a little bit with this one.
0: Yeah, they didn't have, did they not have the theme on the t- television show? If they did, I don't remember.
1: You know, I, I think they did, but I don't think... They maybe looked at that necessarily as that has to be his. It's like, oh, here was a TV movie. Here's like a one-off. Yeah. So for this, they're like, well, let's, let's do something different. Let's not feel beholden um, to that over there.
0: Yeah. So the the theme is I I really, really just really like it. And um, the Doctor seems to be by himself. And...
1: Yeah. He's struggling against the TARDIS.
0: Yeah. And the TARDIS, he he's he claims it to be dead he's like you seem dead or am i where i'm supposed to be i don't understand yeah and then we get there's,
1: there's definitely something
0: going on yeah there's something strange going on and then we get um a new time lord at least to us S- mm-hmm. straxus is it straxus yeah straxus yeah straxus and he is a big finish only th- from what i from what i read on tardis wikia uh Big finish, Time Lord, that somehow gets into the TARDIS. Yeah. He totally pops in. Yeah.
1: And the doctor is, like, just raging on him.
0: Oh, yeah. And Straxus is freaking out.
1: (laughs) The doctor's freaking out. Yeah, Straxus is just, like, this uber calm. He's like, look, you stole this thing. We hold the patents. This is our technology. Watch what we can do. We'll make this thing stop so we can talk to you buddy."
0: So he's trying to go to the ultimate end of the universe. Yeah, and Straxus says you're forbidden, and <laughs> the Doctor says you forbid us from seeing the ultimate end of the universe. Why? And Straxus says that knowledge is forbidden. I was like, yeah, it. He just said it was. <laughs> well, I,
1: what what I get, what I don't get with that, I should say, is. What about the whole, like, a shoulder, and, you know, there they are at the end of everything.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: you know, is that is that what Straxus doesn't want him to see? No, 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 no. Dude, you, you, you'll you get there eventually, and there's this chick waiting for you. Don't go there right now. You I don't mean, want to go there
0: right I now. I mean, it could be. I mean, I guess we won't really... I mean, this was, what, from 2012? Yeah. So they hadn't even th- probably thought of a shield yet, so...
1: No, no, they probably hadn't, but it could easily be retconned that way.
0: Yes, very true. Very, very true. So the Doctor just wants this dude, uh, he just wants to get away from him, and it almost sounds like he's willing to do a little handiwork on the TARDIS just to get away from him.
1: Totally, yes.
0: He has a pickaxe. I,
1: I like that part. Yes, he's—he's he's <laughs> literally. It sounds like, and and it's, this is here's here's where this this big finish kind of review kind of deviates. It sounds like he's going at the TARDIS console. I'm assuming underneath yes. with a pickaxe.
0: That's the um. <laughs> that's the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the big finish audios, but sometimes you can kind of get lost if they don't actually verbalize what's happening
1: no that's totally true like um uh our housemate kobe he he listens to audiobooks a lot when he commutes because he's got a slight longer commute than i do um and he was running out of stuff and i was like well i've got these big finish audios you can listen to if you want and he was like well sure yeah why not so i threw him the ones that i had at the time and he listened to them and and his one complaint was aside from at least in a car, um, a great disparity in the levels between spoken word and sound effects.
0: Oh yes. Uh, the sound effects hit you like a hammer.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then kind of because he's not as familiar. Cause I, I, I had seventh doctor story, so I gave him seventh doctor stories. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he was lost because it wasn't very obvious to him who was who Right. Whereas I listen to it and it's like, Oh, well that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so. And I know all these guys, all these people.
0: Yes. That was also, and I guess we can, we can talk about this now. Um, it felt like it was all over the place and there's some characters, uh, including Toby Jones. Like if you, we, he is a mystery to us right now. Like we don't yes. know who he is. We just know his voice because we know who Toby Jones is and it was just kind of like he says he's like oh the doctor's here excellent and then that's pretty much all he says so if yeah. you if you're just listening to it straight away and not reading cuz there are chapters mm-hmm. but if you're not you know looking at the chapters you uh just kind of you're like wait what just happened
1: <laughs> totally No, that that is absolutely the case and and that's why it was kind of nice with you know, doing an audio this time, is I could give it multiple listens. Oh, yes. And, and that gave me a chance to kind of just, you know, familiarize myself with stuff. And then when I actually sat down to take notes and listen to it, it seemed a lot more coherent. But it is true. This first part... Much like a lot of first parts in uh, at least Classic Who stories, is doing a lot to set up the different threads that are, are all kind of running, running together here.
0: Yes, definitely. I have that as a note. They are definitely doing some table setting in this first. Yes. They, <laughs> yeah, they do, are indeed. They're doing a lot of table setting. So it, there's like, we're all over the place. I mean, I almost feel like we're in the TARDIS and then we are not in the TARDIS and Straxus is gone. Yep. And the doctor yep. is he's landed and he's gotten outside and there's like there's this gas and well,
1: not not even right away. I mean, we do we do get Toby Jones, be you know, like you said, being all like, oh, the doctor's here, you know, re- release the gas or something. Um, but he, he he's kind of poking around a little bit. And I think he starts uh, singing to himself while he's looking around. And then I think the <laughs> gas kind of comes in, if I remember right.
0: Yes. Toby Jones, he says, oh, let's release the sweet, sweet smell of mustard gas and the the doctor is just he's singing it's a long way to tipperary and yeah i only know this song from uh and we are both fans of this from the uh mystery science theater 3000 movie when they reviewed this island earth yes and i believe crow is singing it when he is he's using a pickaxe and he's just like i'm gonna get us out of here i'll just dig a hole back home to earth. And...
1: Oh my god. I'd and I I even saw this in the theaters when it came out. I did too. Yes, my yes. dad took me. Oh my god.
0: Yes. So yeah, That's... as soon as he started singing that I was like, oh, well, I I only know this from one place." <laughs> uh,
1: how how I wish we could, you know, sit down and, you know, record, you know, watch just find a uh, go back to Kinda if we have to and you know, we'll we'll get people to make a little silhouette cut out of us and tape it to their TVs, and we'll just record an audio track, and we'll just riff. Oh, man. we we'll, will we'll, we'll mst 3 k the hell out of a, a, a Doctor Who story.
0: That would, be, that would be amazing. They used to do that at Galley. They did it. I don't think Yo, they
1: did. did they really? Yes,
0: they do it with some older episodes. I have not seen them do it um, since. Um, I don't think they did it last year, but that was, like, the last time.
1: Oh, that's that's awesome. There needs to be more of that.
0: <laughs> yes, there does. So I love – so we get the introduction of Molly O'Sullivan, and I would just love to point out that this full cast audio randomly turns into a book on tape by Molly O'Sullivan.
1: <laughs> oh, my – yes. Well, my notes go, meanwhile, in World War One, goes, oh, who's this? Toby Jones with mustard gas – my very next note meanwhile on a train molly narrates a letter
0: <laughs> yes
1: and that is that is totally like we get it twice yeah. in in <laughs> this in this part of the story, and it's just like, okay, look, I get it. We can kind of hear the pen in the background, but I'm honest, when I write an email to someone at work, I'm not saying it out loud.
0: Yes, I get it. People don't do that. Yes, but unfortunately, I mean, this is audio, so we need to suspend our disbelief a little bit (laughs) because we could literally just have um, Foley of... A pen writing for three minutes, <laughs> which would be Irish. horrifying.
1: Cursing, Oh, I misspelled that. I must say, though, I do love how the Irish pronounce th.
0: It's uh, they it's like the ting tings, right?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Ting, and so and so tinks. That's you know, and the, the whole the H is just the H isn't even there, and yes. I don't know why. I, I like that.
0: No, it was great. It was fantastic. So the gas has gotten to the soldiers, and the doctor, you know, he just happens to be there. And they keep mentioning that he has this device with him, and I think they call it a a penny flute? Uh, No, a, a penny whistle. A penny whistle. And I was like, what are they talking about, the sonic screwdriver he has in the movie? And apparently, no, they are not talking about that. Have you seen his screwdriver? It, I, I have not, I have no idea why they don't sell this thing. It looks badass. Really? (laughs) Yes. It's, it almost looks like, okay, so you know how, ah, it, it, it looks very rugged. I'll just put it that way. In, in the fact that the, um, the light on top almost looks like some, like a crystal that would be in a lightsaber.
1: Oh, is it like a blue crystal? Yes. Okay, I just I just Googled up a picture of it. That is badass.
0: Yes, it, it looks so awesome. I think someone 3D That's printed really cool. it. I'm surprised Big Finish doesn't partner with someone and sell this because, oh man, I would buy this immediately
1: oh yeah here's here's another picture of it wow that is really cool
0: yeah it looks super super cool i don't know why they aren't um you know why why can and, i not buy this
1: i don't know but in my google image search here's somebody who has kind of replicated it out of legos
0: oh yes i also see that that's really cool
1: so kudos to you sir or, or madam whoever has done that that's, yes
0: that's smart it's huge too. I think I honestly think it might be it almost looks as big as the as um Capaldi screwdriver.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yeah, but ah man, it looks so cool. It has like it is like the definition of steampunk.
1: Uh yeah, it there's with the 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 kind of gold and the brass and what almost looks like like a rosewood,
0: yes, on it.
1: Um, it, it totally is very steampunk.
0: Yes, it, it, is. it definitely
1: is. Um, I got to say that the, the before this, you know, Molly's having an interaction with. I think it's, I think it's Isabel.
0: Yes, Isabel.
1: Um, and and they're talking about how the matron is so so strict and it's so hot, but we've got to have our buttons up all the way because you know nothing indecent. These poor lads have suffered enough. And I'm like, wait a second, if if I've just been through a really bad battle, I think cleavage would make me feel better.
0: <laughs> I, I would have to agree with you. I could
1: be wrong, but, you know, I would actually welcome that.
0: I Hey, no argument here. No
1: <laughs>
0: argument here. <laughs>
1: Uh, but clearly with with the doctor's um penny whistle uh it, he's clearly getting closer to something because it's it's beeping at him, right?
0: Yes, it is beeping at him, and he's trying to get through this this gas this mustard gas is what everyone thinks it is, and they are coughing and i and and i I don't really know a lot about mustard gas, but I know it's very deadly and I'm sitting here listening to this audio saying, "How are they surviving this long and having full blown conversations?"
1: Um, it's watered down.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I guess so.
1: It's, it's gray Poupon
0: gas. (laughs) Oh, so it's sophisticated.
1: Sophisticated. It, it, uh, it gives you time to, uh, eloquize and, uh, or, or or be dramatic and and then you die.
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Gives you an eloquent death, which could be the alternate title of this episode.
1: I like that. And and I love it when uh, I can't remember if there's the matron or Molly or just who, but, you know, suddenly, you know, the doctor is is better. The gas isn't affecting him anymore. and Yes. Uh, you know, the, she goes, oh, well, he's cheeky enough to make a recovery then.
0: Yes. So <laughs> we we meet Molly O'Sullivan, and, we you know, she's narrating this letter. And my note for Molly O'Sullivan is I think I'm going to like this Molly O'Sullivan she seems very she's strong-willed she doesn't take uh crap from anyone and yes. she's also very smart and i i just really liked her off the bat mm-hmm. um <laughs> of course as the doctor meets her he uh Yes, because he's recovering and he mentions how extraordinary her eyes are. <laughs> and she's like, well, That's he seems cheeky enough to make a recovery. Get him out of here.
1: That's what it was.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, get, sure. Get, bye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we also get a little bit of uh, anachronistic uh, references as the doctor mentions tanks.
0: Oh, yes. The tanks. It, um, tanks of what? And he says too early for tanks, apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but tanks were first developed in World War I.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, but apparently too early right now. Yes, yes, uh, exactly. There was a line that one of the soldiers said that I had to look up because I did not understand. What he said that the doctor dresses like a toff.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. And I had and, and, to look it up. <laughs> what, what is a toff?
0: A toff is a derogatory term for an upper or a rich upper class person. That, that Dresses would explain like a toff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that's accurate.
0: Yes, I, I would definitely agree. Seeing as we are still with um, TV TV uh, wear doctor, basically.
1: Yes. T- TV movie.
0: TV movie attire. Yeah. They take his Sonic because they're not very. Uh, they don't know what's going on with him. They kind of take his sweet-looking sonic screwdriver, and then they're on a train.
1: Oh, boy, are they.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're on a train, we can tell, and there's just loud train noises happening.
1: <laughs> I do love your note for that. Loud train noises. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: They are so, yes. so loud. Like, yep, <laughs> extremely loud noises, and uh there is a shell crater in the middle of the train tracks, which seems kind of odd. And they have all these sickly people on it, and I believe this is when we get the first instance of Doctor and Molly teamwork. Uh,
1: yeah, we do get some Doctor and Molly teamwork here. At one point, he does go, oh, that's strange. This actually looks like it's from an energy weapon.
0: Yeah. Yes, an energy weapon, which is, uh, hmm, okay, that's puzzling. In
1: Who could our- that be? Satan? No, I mean uh, Dalek. <laughs>
0: Yes, I kinda wish that the Daleks weren't on the cover of the C D. But I mean this that's is kind
1: of a giveaway, isn't
0: it? It is, but I mean, you I guess you have to understand uh Big Finish is trying to sell these and if you put a Dalek on, I think people are more inclined to buy it.
1: So so what, what you're saying is is much like sex, Dalek's sell.
0: Yes. That that, okay. that that's the alternate title.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Daleks cell Martin
1: people take note Daleks cell
0: there you go there <laughs> you go so this is when she first hears the doctor's name or how he is referred to and she says just the doctor yeah. and I love throughout this entire first part she calls him the doctor not doctor in any even if it doesn't like sound correct it is always The doctor. Yes. And I think she also calls him a quack and a a charlatan, right? Yes. A quack and a charlatan.
1: She absolutely does. Cause <laughs> she, yeah, he he does he does not fit her, her rather strictly defined world. And so, oh well you've gotta be you've gotta be a quack. You've gotta be just a con man.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. She's not she's not believing like anything that is that is coming out of his mouth. She's very skeptical of him. 'Cause mm-hmm. he sound he sounds kinda crazy. Which yeah. I mean, I guess if anyone when you first meet the doctor, this dude sounds pretty crazy. Yeah. and then this is when we find out that not only is there gas, but it also glows apparently.
1: Um, yeah. And so they're like, Oh my gosh, it's mustard gas because that's all they know. And he's like, but it's glowing to which I said, could it be Dalek farts?
0: Oh no. The most deadly of all gases. Aren't
1: they? (laughs) Aren't they just?
0: Ugh. I'm. I don't even. I want to just move past that. Just <laughs> move right on past that. Um. I loved the doctor taking control and shushing the person in charge. And uh, the the was it the matron D? Well, no. What's her name? What's her name?
1: The matron.
0: The matron. The matron D is a yeah. person who works at a restaurant, right? Yes.
1: Yes. There Slight we go. Difference.
0: We are just uh, when he shushes the matron and. molly loved it she's like this is great (laughs) she's gonna tear you a new one but he just you know lays out the situation and she's like all right cool just everybody back on the train i guess except this one random guy (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) and if there's one thing we know about time travel it's make sure that the natives don't look at the future tech
1: (laughs) exactly
0: that was really funny. Yeah.
1: I think I think my my note for that was uh, where is it? Oh, look away, Tucker! Don't look at the alien tech.
0: Yes, never look at the alien tech. Who knows no. what could and then, happen?
1: And then this this next part, like immediately after this, kind of confused me because because Tucker you know jumps away, gets clear of the train because the train is coming right at them. Yes, as they do this, and then. Does this sound like this to you? It sounds like the doctor is like suddenly in the
0: gas. Yes, what what I'm gathering from what happened is he ju- um he jumps on the the train as it's going by, but the doctor gets left behind and the gas is like it's coming up on them. So he's in, okay. he's in the cloud now, and the the I I really liked how the cloud sounded. It had whispers in it, and it just yeah. sounded really really cool. And the do- naturally the train is moving, and the doctor's not on it because you know he likes to run. He likes to go for a brisk jog. Um, he does. Yeah. So th- they eventually get him back onto the train, and he's he's freaking out. He's really cold, apparently and he met, this is when he first mentions Lucy. Now, I had to look Lucy up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Lucy Miller, that's one of the companions he had just lost and yes. oh boy, do they have a crazy story arc. Uh much like most doctors, he purposely lied to her at one point and she didn't like that and left. She actually traveled with what? the monk at one point.
1: Oh really?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nice. Which was also strange. She came back to the doctor and eventually died, and the doctor is real, real broken up about it, as he usually is. Yeah. So that's
1: um... this is this yeah that's that's also really kind of interesting. Him being cold um, because of what we ultimately find out that these Dalek farts are. Um, I just want to keep calling it that. <laughs> um, this glowing gas is... Now, I seem to remember something else, uh, let's say, traveling through the temporal dimension and coming out really cold.
0: You're going to have to remind me.
1: Uh, the DeLorean. Oh, <laughs> That first test where it jumps a minute yes. and he goes to open the door. It's like, what, what is it hot? No, 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 it's cold.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: and so that's when, when uh, for whatever reason, when I was listening to this and it's like he comes out and he's cold and I was like, oh, oh, and there's whispers and there's all that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's got to be like time travel energy or something.
0: Vortex yes. Vortex energy. Well, it, I mean, we don't find out for a little while, but it. Turns out to be the time winds, the winds of time, flying clocks all around. I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: one of those Windows screensavers or <laughs> something. Like yes. No, those were toasters, not clocks. Those were toasters.
0: Yes, they were. T- they were the flying toasters. The flying uh, all I can say, Doctor, Dr.
1: is don't break the time wind.
0: No, do not. Please don't do that. It sounds I'm very dangerous. Fart jokes. I'm just full of <laughs> fart jokes tonight. I'm sorry.
1: That's where I've been at. I've been around a couple of four-year-olds all week, and it's nothing but fart jokes.
0: Well, I mean, that's fine. You do what you can. <laughs> this is our first reference for uh, Two Hearts. Well, actually, oh, she yeah. she's like, that's odd, but she doesn't actually say two hearts.
1: Right, but we we know. we we know that Doctor Who where it's like, oh, let me listen for his heartbeat. Oh, that's odd. Yes, it's what beating out a samba?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we really haven't talked about Isabel a lot, but she seems pretty smitten with the doctor. She seems to. She seems like a character that I don't. I I don't know how to put it. She because Molly mentions I've only known you for three days. We're not friends, but Isabel's you, like we are yeah. friends, and she's 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 full of emotions. There you go. She's a very free free loving like hippie person. I don't know.
1: This pretty loving hippie person in the 19 teens, which I always hate trying to pronounce that. Yes, she, she um, seems like a very yeah.
0: sympathetic kind of person who cares about people more at a more rapid pace than I guess people feel is normal. At least Molly does. There you go.
1: I, I In my head, I'm making an Elsa and Anna reference, but I'm probably just going to <laughs> leave. Leave that be, but I do have the note. Cold, heartless Molly has no need for friends. (laughs) She make a good dollar. Mm.
0: Oh God, that better not happen. Oh man,
1: I I swear I have not looked forward to see if anything like that happens. But I'm pretty sure it does not happen.
0: Okay, better not, man. That
1: just if I if I'm wrong and I actually get that right, that kind of thing will never happen again. That that's a rarity (laughs) for me.
0: So, Isabel kind of, she's like, hey, Molly, what's your deal? What's, <laughs> what's going on with you? Is this Does this have to do with Kitty? And, oh, boy, does that strike a nerve.
1: Oh, yeah. And and Molly does the whole, like, around the world and back snap and goes, <laughs> oh, you did not just know the neck thing.
0: Yes. I'm not Doing upset at all. You're pretty upset, Molly. No. And
1: then <laughs> she not... goes, I'm not upset. You're upset. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then she goes, I'm not scared either. And I go, you seem pretty scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we find out that Kitty is, uh, mo- she, uh, Molly was her, like, not her servant, was she? She, like, worked under her.
1: They were close.
0: Yes. They were close. Um, she claims that they're not friends. It very much seems like they are. And I believe Kitty tried to help someone that had, uh, she had a cut on her arm, and she tried to help somebody that was, had gangrene or something?
1: Yeah. That's you. You're exactly right. Yeah. It had gangrene and it, had, it got communicated uh, to her.
0: Yeah. So she is not doing too well right now. And uh, yes. at some point here, we hear Toby Jones again for literally like 30 seconds. Probably not it's, even that.
1: It's not even that. He's he's literally like, OK, we're standing by. And I'm like, where? <laughs> like, where <laughs> did you just come from? Today?
0: Where are we standing, Toby? I don't know where we are. Please tell me. <laughs> they they go and visit kitty and kitty says she's she's not doing good and she's like i saw it I, li- I somehow just lifted this this tent and saw it and they're like what did you see and she's like i saw the fog it's glowing it's it's weird and stuff yes <laughs> and then <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to do this impression because as soon as i heard this voice i'm like this guy Hello, I am Dr. Sturgis. I am not an <laughs> alien nor a fish. Nope, everything is perfectly fine. <laughs>
1: uh, yes. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dr. Sturgis, South Dakota yes. and his quote, quote blood transfusions.
0: <laughs> yeah, this dude um, is obsessed with blood transfusion and just <laughs> the first words out of his mouth, I'm like, dude, this guy is not right. No one should be trusting this dude. oh uh,
1: once again, Again, it is much like our uh, spaceship captain. Oh yes, uh, in the tomb of the Cybermen. Yes, it's like okay. Do you, hold on, hold on. Dial back your American <laughs> accent a little bit. We don't all sound like that.
0: Well, I looked this guy up. Uh, I believe his name is Jonathan Forbes. Yes, yes, we, we said it at the beginning. I believe he's. Um, He's from Ireland.
1: Oh, good heavens. And he's doing an American accent. Okay. Yes.
0: He is not American. I can tell you that much.
1: Well, that's about as good as me doing an Irish accent about 10 minutes ago. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he is. A, there's something just so. And the the doctor's going in and out like he's in and out of being good, fine and being not fine. But I love that as, as soon as someone is in danger or danger is happening, the doctor's like, whoop, I'm completely fine. Let's fix this problem. <laughs> yes. Because the gas, the glowing gas uh, makes its way towards them and apparently turns Kitty and a bunch of other people into goo.
1: Yeah. Time winds do not do good things no. to the flesh.
0: Time goo. They um, are now time goo.
1: I i'm goo that could be an alternate title
0: <laughs> i'm goo uh,
1: time. time goo
0: time goo and th- fun to say. oh go ahead
1: i just said it's it's just fun to say
0: time goo yes Time goo. uh the doctor really wants his penny whistle back can someone please mm-hmm. get it for him and uh dr sturgis he's like This man is clearly sick. We should get a blood transfusion. I will take him to my medical tent. Uh,
1: (laughs) That is a better impression.
0: So, and this is where we find out that there's nothing honest about Dr. Sturgis when he calls the sonic screwdriver a sonic device. Yep. And the doctor goes well that rolled off your tongue quite nicely and sounds like you know exactly what i'm talking about and the doctor tries to convince isabel to help him and
1: um let's remember he's strapped down to a table at this point yes getting ready
0: for for the blood transfusion for the which i guess is actually currently happening to him
1: uh oh yes because he's like oh no isabel you have to help me it this is killing
0: me yes like whatever he's doing to me is killing me right now i i need you to help me and she's like i don't i don't know he's you know he's the doc he's dr sturgis and dr sturgis is like i'm done with this and i love death sounds (laughs) (laughs) the sounds of death and then the doctor goes you've killed her and i'm like yeah it kind of sounded like he did i don't know if i really needed clarification (laughs) yeah right (laughs) it's it was like it was like some weird like well she's clearly dead
1: yeah yeah to which i've got well bye isabel
0: yes goodbye you were you were very dead Uh, Toby Jones is beginning an attack at this point, like we said, four lines, tops. Yep, hopefully
1: more next time.
0: Yes, hopefully more next time. And then uh, Molly comes in, and she's like, Dr. Sturgis, what what is happening? What happened to Isabel? And he says, the doctor has killed her. I saw him do it. And the, the doctor's like, I'm strapped to a table. I can't do anything. <laughs> yep. Yes. Is... Now I have
1: to admit, your Doctor Sturgis sounded a little Christopher Walken just then.
0: Oh, <laughs> my bad. Go comes. No,
1: out. no, no. That that actually improved the role.
0: <laughs> Doctor Sturgis pulls a gun on Molly because Molly's like, "I'm real confused as to what's going on here." <laughs> and the doctor's like, "He's not what he seems. I don't know what's going on here, but he's strange." I mean, just listen to him talk. And he pulls a gun on Molly, but he's not killing her. And the doctor's yeah. like, "There's you are of value for some reason. I don't know why yet. Yeah, yes. I believe I'm here to save you. Yep. And they end up getting free, and the doctor says one of his most, you know, recognizable lines, run, run, Molly. <laughs> Let us well, run. I
1: love Let's 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 take a moment and pay tribute to actually the rather what felt like a lengthy uh, kind of dissertation on logic where actually the doctor walks Molly through. OK, wait a second. He says that I did this, but um, look, I'm on a table. Um, look at all these other things that don't add up, you yeah. know, literally having to do the math for her.
0: Oh, yeah. He is. He is doctoring it, it really up. Good. Yes. Was, completely. Yes. Very, very good. I, I don't know if you'd uh, sometimes when I listen to these audios while when I'm in my room, not driving, folks, I don't do this while I'm driving. I, I close my eyes and I can see I can see it. Oh, yeah. It Which is awesome, and I think that, you know, that's the whole audio experience, is you can just see it, and, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. So, the doctor and Molly run outside, oh, and there was actually, I think at one point, Molly says to Isabel, she's like, did you see that? There, there's a oh, flash yeah. of silver between the tents. Mm-hmm. What's yes. up with that, yo? And then, you know, yeah. nothing comes of that, but we, we know. Uh, they run outside, what's everything's... Right? Oh, go ahead, sorry.
1: I, just, I was just like, what's that dope ride over there? Yes. <laughs> we were affectating a... Uh, yeah, anyway.
0: It's very chrome, what's going on? <laughs> and they run outside, there is just death and destruction everywhere, and sure enough, the Daleks are here, and they are here to exterminate, <laughs> you know, as usual.
1: I, for a moment, I just had a, a, a flash visual of dalek cheerleaders doing we are here to exterminate and i'm like where did that come from where
0: on earth did that come from (laughs) oh dalek cheerleaders well all right so that was that was part one and we we really really enjoyed it i thought it was really really good um we enjoyed it so much that next time we're gonna be we're gonna stick with this we talked it over we had a, a yeah. lengthy meeting with many diagrams, you know, formulas. And uh, John,
1: can I say you make a really good pie chart?
0: <laughs> thank you. I work really yeah. hard on them. Um... I,
1: it's, I don't know how long you baked it
0: for, but it was really tasty. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so we decided <laughs> that next. good, man. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> We decided that next time we're going to uh, dive into parts two and three of this. So we are going to listen to Fugitives and Tangled Web. And I I came to this conclusion after I finished listening to it and said, "There's no way we can't. We we're going to do our tour through the doctors and just be like, well, we ended on a part one and now on to Eccleson."
1: Yeah. That's true. We should. We need to do McGann justice.
0: Yes, we need to finish this out. Um, it's very, very good so far. I'm very excited, and I get, I actually think this is Dark Eyes one. I think there is. Yeah, I think there's Dark Eyes two. I'm not sure, but really, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll get there at some point. <laughs> what we were originally going to do is I was going to try and find a copy of the 40th anniversary. They put out yeah. the... Scream of the Chocolate. Scream of the Chocolate, and that is the the Flash animated Doctor Who, and I guess the unofficial 8th Doctor. We were going to try and find that. Um, I think I found it, but I couldn't really tell, and I wasn't going to sit there and watch the whole thing because you can't fast-forward through Flash animated videos, apparently.
1: Silly flash. No wonder it's getting dumped.
0: (laughs) So um, maybe we'll dive into that. I think that would be cool because I have not seen, and then again, I really haven't looked. I haven't seen anyone really review that. Yeah,
1: I know. I haven't seen it.
0: And I think that would be fun to to dive into just because there's so much stuff that came from that and there's just a lot of background information. But we are going to stick with Paul McGann because Paul McGann's big finish run is awesome and... I urge you all to go to bigfinish.com and you can listen along with us all four of these audios it's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's $20. Go take a listen to it. It's it's really good. It's really fun. I don't know if it's the best intro to big finish, but it's still it's still really great. Mhm. Indeed. So um that's It for us this week. You can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search The Podcastica for both of those. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Mountain Rush Garage. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just search Podcastica. Um, Rate and review us as well. We would appreciate that. Huge shout-out to The y axes They do our music. You can check them out on Twitter, at The y You can like them on Facebook, facebook.com, slash The y axes uh, They're also on Spotify. Just search The y axes and give them a listen on there. And head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our cool podcast shirts. They are amazing, and you should you should get one. Or three. Yeah. Get three. Why not? Yeah, one
1: for every other day of the week
0: perfect perfect yeah exactly or <laughs> or the entire weekend there you go just your weekend shirts
1: <laughs> in
0: various colors
1: keep one for yourself and give some to friends
0: <laughs> exactly we
1: make a great gift
0: we do make a great gift I think I'm a damn fine gift.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think very highly of myself. Apparently. As I should. And all of you should. (laughs) This has turned into a motivational podcast. There you go. Think highly of you. Dr. Sturgis says, think highly of yourself.
1: (laughs) And gosh darn it, people like
0: you. (laughs) So that's it for us this week. Next time, join us as we listen and review parts 2 and 3 of Dark Eyes The Fugitives and The Tangled Web and we will talk to you guys then, thanks see ya